Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. How are you? Special edition. Hello, world. More on spiritual warfare, Satan and his demons, and information that you need. We're going to talk about it again today, and I pray. Call a friend, tell him he's on the air. Going to talk more about this vital subject, and an area I think will help you a great deal. So, stay tuned for this message today. A big thank you to this Christian radio station for carrying Hello World sometimes twice a day. Thank you for listening and telling others about the broadcast. Thank those of you that can and do support us financially on a regular basis. Keep the wheels greased here at Greg Patton Ministries. You know, it's so exciting to be sharing the Word of God. We have a low world on the air here every day, Monday through Friday. And then we are heard at 750 radio stations across the country as we play our part in Southwest Radio Church's radio ministry. Sometimes Watchmen on the Wall, Living in Today's World, and other things that we do, interviewing folks all available, and one of the just one of the things that we do in our ministry. You know, at my age, I thought I'd be sitting out on a lake somewhere catching bluegills, but God has decided we need to work a little bit more. Counseling, pastoring a church these many decades, all kinds of things, and so grateful to God that he just keeps things going. How exciting is that? Every day we hear from someone on the telephone, texting, Facebook, how important our ministry has been to them or is today. Again, all of that, all the honor, glory, and praise goes to our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're grateful that he gives us the power to go on one more. This is the day the Lord hath made. What are we supposed to do? You know, rejoice and be glad in it. We do. We are. What in the world is going on? Well, I thought this was was interesting. As suicide ideation and gender confusion and mental illness among young people continues to climb, there's an author out there by the name of Lori Gallier. She believes the unseen realms that work like never before in America, but the average Christian, the average church has no idea. For years, I've had the unique calling, she says, of talking about biblical sexuality to moms and dads and teenagers, and it's based on my own brokenness and the things the Lord had done, and the wisdom of following his plan. I realize there is such a lack of belief and awareness in the demonic realm and the unseen oppression that when we are in rebellion and doing things outside of the will of God, we've become more vulnerable to attack. I really felt like suicide epitomizes believing lies and then falling into hopelessness. I had no idea there was going to be such an increase in these issues and that this topic would become all the more relevant in the end times. And here we are. And that's just one of the many voices out there saying what? Demonic activity increasing in the end time. And the average Christian knows very little. Strongholds. Have you heard that before? Do you know what that is? You hear the word a lot in spiritual warfare. Interesting, it's only found once in the New Testament. It's the main message of our book, Invisible War and the Saints, if I could give you only one thought about this war, this would be it. Paul describes the battle of the invisible war, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting there at verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, the pulling down, there it is, of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself 
against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. How many thoughts did you have today? They say it can go from 25,000 to 100,000. You took every one of them into captivity to the obedience of Christ, did you? Our real war is like the world wars, and yet it's not. How is it? Uh, The war is real, but it's unseen. There's no guns or bombs, but in some instances, more destructive. Now, for the Christian, our weapons are those of the full armor of God and consist of the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish those flaming arrows of the devil and his demons. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. That's the word of God, Ephesians 6, 14 through 17. In the invisible war, we use the power of God, and automatically you win if you do this. You see God's war plan is to destroy all of the devilish strongholds in your life. Talk about some good news. So, well, what are these strongholds? Well, it's right here, so let me patentize it. We demolish arguments and everything actually that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, his holy word. And we take captive every thought and everything to be obedient to Jesus Christ. What are those damning arguments? It's the world. It's, it's philosophies and reasonings and schemes that you find in every turn of life. For you, it is pride. It's that self-centered, self-confident attitude. I got this. No, you don't. That's never true of a child of God. For you today, here's the story for most of us. Let's hit the battle line of life. Got your armor on? Got your weapons? Uh, What is that DED there that we talk about in our book, the demonic explosive device? Right straight ahead, you're ready to step on it. Already? Yes, every minute, every day on this earth. Satan and his minions have erected strongly fortified garrisons too that will resist you, resist God's truth, and, and hide God's plan of redemption. There's a fortress of human reasoning reinforced with many diabolic arguments that the man plan of, well, now this makes sense. No, it doesn't. The man plan never works. Back to the battlefield. I now see the first fort today, and it's called passion. It is very well defended by those satanic soldiers of lust, worldly pleasure, greed, and that list is growing daily. Well, already this could be discouraging as well as defeating, because I am the first confrontation here today, and and I see pride. That's a Goliath-type warrior on every battlefield of life. And already I'm asking, did I help build Satan's army in any way? I was ready, I thought. Now I'm discouraged, depressed. I see why most are going AWOL almost immediately. The enemy is firmly fortified. These things called strongholds have been here for thousands of years, Talk about a great wall. It seems impenetrable, and its main goal is resisting the truth of Almighty God. Stop right now. Get your mind around this. This should not deter a Christian warrior. Do it. Use the weapons of God's choosing. Do it. Attack the strongholds in your life. All of this works because of the power given to you by Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. In this real-life battle, the fort of Satan is not only attacked, all are breached, and the strongholds of sin and satanic error beaten down. The former victim is now the victorious Christian. 
entering the ruins and looking around at the captured enemies. Among others, that would include every false theory and every worldly philosophy that had once reigned in your life and attempted to claim its independence from Almighty God. This sounds a lot like Joshua fighting the battle of Jericho. Bingo. What a great illustration of spiritual truth that story is. Joshua 6. Good reading with this passage. You know, strongholds, that's when you try to share the gospel. Just one more time, when you will encounter the enemy and his resistance. We not only face this army of demonic strongholds in our own lives, but in our families and even in our churches, very strong there. Anyone who has fought an addiction, struggled with pride, or had to flee youthful lust knows that sin, a lack of faith, and a worldly outlook on life are indeed the major weapons in this war. Used one time, strongholds, the word strongholds, one time in the New Testament, but throughout the Bible and in your life again and again, there they are, the strongholds. But you know, the Lord is building his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Matthew 16, 18. What is desperately needed now more than ever is real Christian soldiers. Do you happen to know any? I mean, men and women that are totally surrendered to the will of the Lord of hosts who will use minute by minute the spiritual weapons that God provides because you are in an invisible war. Psalm 20, verse 7, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalm 20, verse 7. If you just joined us, this is a special edition of Hello World. We spent 40 years of our life talking about the spirit world spiritual warfare, and we aim to help you, my friend, with our book, InvisibleWarInTheSaints.com. So again, we just so appreciate you being a part of Hello World on a regular basis. We thank you for your prayers, all kinds of support coming our way. Thank you for your finances. And again, a big thank you to this Christian radio station for carrying the broadcast each day. We're traveling somewhere in America today, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ at a Bible conference or in a church or, well, who knows where we might be this day, my friend. But you pray for us. We'll be back live before you know it. We thank God again for the opportunity to share Jesus Christ at every available door that he opens up for us in this ministry. Greg Patton's Traveling Salvation Show on the road. Well, I wanted to continue some thoughts. Psalm 91, that is one of the most precious psalms of all. The first 16 verses would be good reading, an enemy attack. You know, there was a time in my life when, believe it or not, I really had no enemies. If I did, I had no idea who they were. But you know, once I began ministry, that changed drastically. And that should come as no surprise that many who serve God in full-time ministry become targets of demonic assaults, especially those who serve in regions where the powers of darkness are commonplace. We continue to say as we minister the word of God around the United States, a lot of people in this country just seem a little shocked by some of the things we're saying. I have never found a missionary yet that was shocked with anything I had to say. In fact, they would usually kick it up a notch and take me one step deeper into the dark world of demons. The adversary is working overtime anywhere he can to find a relational rift to exploit or a habitual sin to somehow manipulate and get you in trouble. 
I remember a gal in our church one time really got on fire for the Lord, and she was just sold out, at least for a short time. What do you mean, Greg? Well, she came to me one day and said, you know what? This is awful. Ever since I've gotten serious about the things of God, I have had nothing but trouble. I guess we kind of expect that when we surrender to the Lord and get serious about spiritual things, it's smooth sailing. Anything but, you get the enemy's attention. He's coming after you big time. He doesn't like it. When you surrender to God and you're going to get serious about spiritual matters, think about that. How grateful can we be for the 91st Psalm, the scripture here? It's like few other scriptural passages. It comes to grips with Satan, his demons, the attack that comes your way, gives you hope to get well far beyond this. Every ancient song, like every great hymn, has its own special tone. The magnificent hymn, And Can It Be, has a tone of assurance for you and me. The lovely, Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah, has a tone of dependence and trust on Almighty God. The moving strains of O sacred head now wounded carry a tone about passion and pain. While I am his and he is mine, that song conveys love and acceptance. The 91st Psalm has a unique tone in its message as well. We discover this by reading it through and, and looking for words or phrases that communicate similar thoughts. Let me give you some. The first verse here is, talks about shelter. That sounds good. I like shelter, don't you? Verse 2, refuge, fortress. That's what you get with God. Verse 4, refuge and shield. Verse 5, terror by night, arrow by day. Verse 6, pestilence and destruction. Verse 7, a thousand may fall. Verse 9, there it is again, refuge. Verse 11, guard. Verse 15, rescue. You know, there can be little doubt about the tone, the message of the 91st Psalm. It's all about spiritual warfare, about battle, about conflict, about fighting an unseen enemy. It's a song for battle that in it conveys an atmosphere of daily, oppressive, demonic attacks. Why do Christians think somehow they're immune? I continue to be puzzled that they are awestruck by my message. I tell people, you know, you're scared of the devil when that should be the exact opposite biblically. The devil and his demons ought to be afraid of you. I mean that sincerely. So who is this enemy? Israel's national foes? Oh, no, no. A human being who opposes those sharing the message of Jesus Christ? No, no, no. I don't believe so. An ancient, visible war on a bloody field somewhere? Nope, not at all. Look at several of the verses as we identify the enemy here in the 91st Psalm. Verse 3, the trapper. Verse 8, the wicked. Verse 10, the evil. You getting it? Then consider the promise of angelic assistance in, well, verses 11 and 12 of the 91st Psalm, as well as divine deliverance in the, the 91st Psalm in verses 14 and 15. I like it. When you put all of this together, you know, I think it builds a strong case for a song about surviving, not only surviving, winning the attacks against our spiritual enemies. 
Satan and all of his demons. It talks about a battle, an invisible battle, unseen spiritual realm out there. And this explains our need for an angelic and divine intervention in our life. You've got it. It's available. You need to understand that. You know, because our supernatural enemy comes at us with supernatural strength, we need some supernatural help. Unfortunately, we have neither the space nor the time today to examine the full spectrum of enemy attacks in your life. We do have it in our book, InvisibleWarOfTheSaints.com. You can get a copy today. But perhaps an example or two would help out. There's certain people out there whose presence throbs with evil. It's getting more so every day. Part of our new book, uh, The New America, A Flood of Evil. Oh, it's just, it's scary. Being near these kind of people unleashes depressing powers, which are frightening, which are unavoidable. I have encountered these individuals throughout my ministry and have never forgotten the attacks. Some of them very real, like down in Vidalia, Georgia, when that 30-year-old woman took that butcher knife in the missions apartment and came at my eight-month pregnant wife and myself with the idea of killing us, that was real. Was it ever frightening? Oh, absolutely. Frequently, the people have trafficked in mind-bending occult practices or have been heavily involved in that drug culture. That's so big today. I've seen really weird, bizarre things occur in my family during such times. I've certainly been around it a lot over the last 40 years. Fitful nightmares, passionate outbursts of rebellion and arguments, heavy, deep, heavy clouds of depression, strange accidents. Is there such a thing as an accident? An uncharacteristic marital disharmony can follow on the wake of these satanic attacks. Oftentimes I shudder as I recall these awful times. Uh, we've had them with our kids and trying to help out what's going on. You know, it's, it's a spiritual battle. It is definitely an invisible war, and Satan is not happy if you are, my Christian friend. Now, not all demonic attacks are overt. In fact, most take more subtle, insidious forms like turning people against one another. I've seen so many church fights over the years. I've been to churches where, in one case, when I got there, all these books were outside the front door to the church. It was locked. It was all the pastor's stuff. As I came for revival, they had thrown him out and put all of his stuff outside of the church building. That was bizarre. I've actually seen near fisticuffs in a demon, no, deacon meetings. Boy, oh boy, trying to help someone bound in habitual sin and demonization in order to destroy the lives of everyone they know, it is quite a real battle, my friend. Several years ago, I witnessed the sin of just two people shake two otherwise stable ministries all the way to their foundations. So many horrific, horrible things going on, even in the church today. And keep this in mind. When you are reading the 91st Psalm, the tone is warfare, 
And the enemy is our adversary, Satan and his demons. Now, I tell people I sincerely doubt Satan has ever, ever visited you. I don't think you're that in one place at one time. And there's so many really th big things going on in the world today that I don't think you and I count. But I believe you have a demon assigned to you. The adversary, whoever that may be, comes at us with persistent regularity. Let me suggest four distinct parts of this psalm, the 91st psalm, about divine deliverance and supernatural evil, if you will. In the first four verses here, we get protection. That's a promise from God amid all the evil going on. Don't you like to... See, when I started, I was so scared of all this stuff, really. I was shaking my boots when I would encounter a demons. But now after all these years and seeing God's working and understanding his word, I'm protected. I don't get scared in any of these situations. No, God gives a peace that passeth all understanding. And then you have, if you read the next five through 10 there, of 91st Psalm, you get an attitude toward evil. What is that attitude? Do you know? Well, read it and see what God says. Psalm 91 verse 5 through 10. And then you always get assistance against evil. That's what it says in verse 11, 12, and 13 of the 91st Psalm. And trust me, friend, you will need assistance as you go to the end. You will need all that God has for you in battling the enemy sometimes. And then number four here, in Psalm 91, starting at verse 14, you read on to find out you have security from the devil. It's something else, my friend. I believe that you can have great victory in Jesus. I believe it's available to everyone. God told us there in John 10.10 10, that uh, he not only came to give us life, and we have that eternally, if you've trusted Christ as Savior, but he came to give you an abundant life now. You should be joy-filled. You should not be scared at the enemy. You should glance at the enemy now and then, but focus completely on the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll find out so many helps available to you in our new book, Invisible War on the Saints. There is a 36-part video series coming out through Southwest Radio Church as well. It's of the same name, Invisible War on the Saints. We've had so many people watch this, get help, be delivered. Folks who have contemplated suicide, marriages healed, Lies that have been broken almost the entire time these people have been alive have been delivered. That's a key word there. Delivered from the enemy. If you're battling things today, my friend, you don't have to go on that way. Nope. We highly recommend you get a copy of our book because we couldn't possibly help all the people that even contacted us in the last few months here. But it's kind of a self-help DIY book. Do it yourself. It's called Invisible War on the Saints. It's available at InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com through Southwest Radio Church. You need to get your copy today. You know, as I was doing this broadcast, I was thinking about all the people that we have helped, including some famous Christians. Yeah, God has used this ministry in an unusual way. God knows it all. He keeps track of everything. So we're satisfied with that, my friend. But do something. Let me encourage you today. You can. You're still alive. God's got a purpose, a plan for you. So whatever that thing might be, why aren't you at it today? You need to be, my friend. 
it gives you a impetus to get out of bed in the morning and get started in, in serving God in a very special way. Well, thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to a special edition of Hello World. We've had two messages now on the spirit world, demon control, spiritual warfare. Get in touch with us, gregpatton.com. You want to hear past programs of our regular programming, go to whcbradio.org or gregpatton.com. Thank you for joining me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And that's the way it is for another day. Until the next program, my friend, God bless.